podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts, and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's king to the cot are champions of Europe once again. Welcome to another episode of Coppin Faka. I'm your host Fahi, and today we've got Ellis. Yo. What's going on, Chris? Yo, man, you all good? And the troublemaker Julian. I ain't a troublemaker, I just speak facts. Boy. Alright, before we get started, <laughs> um, before we get started, shout out everyone that came out to the live show this past weekend. And also don't forget to follow us on Twitter on Coppin Fraka and use the hashtag touchline fraka whilst listening to the show um so yeah how's things going guys good man good yeah, yeah. not too bad you yeah. sure you sure you guys seem a bit stressed over nabby yeah nah, boy I, I ain't stressed i'm just a bit like it's getting it's getting a bit like not even frustrating it's getting a bit like disappointing now like he bought you for how much and he's not he's not even able to find fitness he played one game against crystal palace touch english grass and he, he's suddenly getting muscle injuries every week that's a bit annoying still can't lie Lacks on him. from from the back to the legs to the arms there's always something wrong in it yeah the lights are on him i can't lie to you when is navcam on that's the question it's definitely on him man it's on i can't even dispute it's even on from from the liverpool fans ourselves it's on man Boy. I, I just think that maybe it's a bit vigorous for a minute. Germany's different to England. I think they want him to bulk up. Probably the muscle ain't... Like he can't handle all the muscle on him or something. 
I'm looking for excuses for the brother because, boy, I've got better than him. Is the grass different over here or something? Because yeah. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. No, I just think it's the, it's, it's the work rate. It's the work rate. I think, you know, when footballers come from like places like Germany, France, they need to put on more mass. And I think sometimes when you put on a too much mass, then your body can handle it at a time. Oh man, that's this is this man, is Ellis, so Ellis is coming out with bare random <laughs> shit, man. Like, <laughs> listen, I'll put a bit, I got a bit of my right on it, so I'm just trying to, I'm trying to defend my boy right now. Boy, boy. Ellis, like, Ellis, do we even think Ellis he's gonna suddenly, touch 40 games this season? Ah, oh, but I don't know, fam. absolutely not. And it's suddenly got doctorate, medical degree, and shit. medical degree, just just to tell us what's going on with Nadia. Oh, I don't know. Um, but, all right, we'll see. Yeah, cool. Right. You're yeah, gone. This is very unorganized, yeah, but we literally just found out that Nappy got injured, so that's probably why the intro is like, yeah, this, like, yeah, this, this wasn't even on the agenda, but you know, <laughs> we got to mention it because obviously everyone's talking about it. So, yeah. all right, forget this, we'll talk about Nabby in a bit. All right, so let's start off with game week one Liverpool 4, Norwich 1. Who impressed you guys? How did you think it went? Tell me more. Fish, you go. I think it went pretty well. Um, obviously, it would have been a bit better if you know the keeper wouldn't have got injured, but that's a that's a whole topic on itself. Um, for Adrian came in, did fairly well for someone who's literally been there for like what all the ten minutes. Um, I thought Origi was fairly decent. I thought Hendo was fairly decent as well, but the two main standout players for me were definitely Fabinho and Firmino, the Brazilian duo. Um, just looking at Fabino's heat map, it was just, he's, the guy's all over the pitch and just doing doing important stuff. Unlike a certain Netherlands midfielder, making he's it, the DM we've been he was DM we've been asking for since Mascherano. It's crazy, bro. It's mad. I'm so happy we have we have that guy. I've been asking for him since like when like the January before we signed him. Oh, it's uh, it's. Oh, I can't believe we have a, we have Fabio Fabinho in our club. It's amazing. It's amazing. No, sorry, it's got your carry on. No, no. Um, yeah, for for Firmino was just I thought he was awesome. Um, you know, linking attack midfield, just being a general nuisance as well. Obviously, they were trying to play out from the back, just giving their centre backs a bit of a hard time. Um, I mean, Sadio in his little cameo as well. You saw that he just looks he just looks on it. He's the, he looks like he's not even been away. Which I guess it really hasn't, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially in that second half, you saw. I mean, I, th- I thought Rigi did well, but you wouldn't really allow in Robertson to kind of make the best out of his game. But as soon as Mane came on, you saw kind of that link up play between the two, that kind of telepathy. Robbo making decent runs and Sadio knowing where to go. But no, I thought it was, I thought it was really, really encouraging. Um, the defensive side, that'll just come. That'll just come with more game time, really. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, Ellis, what did you think about the defending? So, l- let's go with the mixed race lads, Gomez and Trent. <laughs> Tiana <laughs> Trent. Someone called him Tiana Trent last week that, and he killed that him. Is, that is bad. Um, what did I think of the defending? Trent. I think Trent started like this last season. He starts a bit. He gets a bit too giddy. Gets a bit too high up, and he gets a bit too happy to get involved in the play. As he gets older, you will learn that you don't have to try and man mark your your opponent all the time. You can give your give your opponent a couple of yards because you're most likely going to be quicker than them. 
and that way you can see where the play is going and what he's going to do. I think the problem with um, Trent sometimes is that he pushes up too far forward and he leaves, he leaves himself short. So one little spin and they're in behind him. And I think he was killing um, Gomez. I know far he wasn't impressed with Gomez. But I think he was killing Gomez because yeah, Gomez, no, always, yeah, because Gomez always had to try and cover the space that Trent was leaving. So then, it usually left him with a bit too much work to do. Um, I thought Gomez done okay. I thought he done okay. Again, like I said, he, I think he was trying to help Trent a lot. Maybe a mature person like Matip would have been able to talk to Trent a bit more to tell him to pull over. I think Van Dijk had a few words for Trent a, f- a few times. But he started like this last season. I think last season he picked up like four bookings in the first four games. Then he didn't get booked again. So, like Chris said, I think it will, uh, it will come a few more games. They'll play the rust out, hopefully. Do you think with, um, do you think with, do you think with Trent as well, do you think he hugs the touchline a bit too much? Um, I think that's by design, isn't it? I think that's by the, that's just the way we want to play, to be fair. But again... When you're young and you're told to do something, I think you're just going to follow that. Maybe when once you get older and you've been around the block a few times, then you you have be you'll be able to anticipate what you need to do just to help you or help make your life a little bit easier. Mm. So if he maybe is touching the t- uh, touching the sorry hugging the touchline too much, maybe that's because Liverpool want to play wide. So Klopp is telling him, listen, you need to play wider. But if you see like danger approaching, you might want to tuck inside a bit more, get closer to your centre-back and tell your right midfielder, who's like Henderson, to tuck in a bit more or, or push out wide and block off, the, block off the space as he gets older, if you know what I'm saying. No, I agree with that. So, yeah, so we'll see. He's still young, what, 20 years old? I yeah, see, old I, I see a lot I see a lot of people um, get at him for his defending. Uh, Paul Parker, former Man United player, came out and said that uh, Wan-Bissaka's a better, better defender. Maybe he's a better defender. But someone else made a great point. I think Mosh made a great point on Twitter. He said that his positives outweigh his negatives for us. Yeah. So what he does going forward is so much, so much helpful to to, to Liverpool and scoring like the like the goal for Origi. Like who, which right back in England can pa- pass that? Not many. No, not many. Yeah, I'm not saying many so he, right now, his negatives out. Sorry, his positives outweigh his negatives. Until his negatives start costing Liverpool, then it's not really much to fret about. Yeah, because really, really, like Mush did say this, and it does make sense. Like if you weigh his positives and like what he does from an attacking sense yeah. to the defensive side, he's actually making us more points than losing us. Exactly. So, Till it gets to a point where he's costing us more points than he's winning us, it's not a massive issue. Although he's clearly the weak link in the defense. Like we all know that, yeah. um, and obviously teams will target him on the right hand side, but the offensive side, as long as he can keep banging in assists, getting in the crosses, getting us goals, yeah, we can kind of firm it. And also with him pushing forward, it also pushes their defense back. So then he's not getting attacked a lot because he's pushing them forward so much. Again, hugging that touchline, he's making he's making their. Uh, defenders think about something. I think against Palace away a couple of seasons ago, uh, first half Zaha was um, absolutely killing him. Absolutely killing him. I think we won 2-1 when Mane scored. Um, yeah, so Zaha was absolutely killing him, killing him. But then Klopp told him, that like, you need to just keep on pushing on. And after a while, he started pushing on, pushing on, and Zaha had to track back and had to try and cover. So then that, that stopped Zaha from playing. 
and it started. It helped us play. So things like that, I think it helps us a lot as well. Yeah. To be honest, you'd be, you'd be very surprised with me, but I'll be honest, the defence didn't worry me. I felt like the opponents is what made Liverpool more comfy. I think this if this was like a high-state game, um, and I especially, I especially do feel like because it was the first game of the season, we kind of wanted to give the Anfield crowd that great attacking football. Um, I felt like um, it was kind of by design that Trent kept, go- kept going forward. Um, and I felt like I saw Gomez shift, not to right back fully, but to the right um, to the right side of the centre-back position. And Fabinho was kind of dropping in as that full centre-back, providing that, providing that extra bit of support. So, mm-hmm. believe it or not, the defence didn't worry me because I felt like yeah, it was Norwich. So I feel like Klopp kind of wanted to play more attacking football. I think, yeah, if we had like a, like a high quality opponents, he would definitely, definitely have more like defensive. Def- I'm sorry, we would definitely put more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? More um, focus on the defense because when you think about Norwich's right, um, so left wingers, I don't feel like they would have caused us many, many problems. Even though it looked like it, I thought I was very playing very open, but I don't think they would have like in Klopp's brain or Trent's brain caused us many problems, and they didn't. So, based on what you guys saw on Friday, like in terms of like the performance and everything, how much can we really take away from what we saw in terms of the opposition that we played, the defensive frailties, and all of that stuff? Like, how much are you like you know taking from that game? I'm not taking a lot if I'm honest like going into the Super Cup game um, we saw in the Champions League final even like I don't think I, from what I remember I don't think Trent was getting ripped up I feel like when those games like the Super Cup final happens I think especially when the title when the cup is on the line um, I do feel like yeah we will pattern, pattern things up and also it's the first game of the season man like everyone's trying to get, still get into the motion I thought Gomez was quite poor as well but again first game first game of the season we're going to pick pick up the defensive the defensive stuff and go back to usual business in my opinion what about you Ellis yeah I'm not too worried you asked me if I'm worried right yeah no in general like what what how much can you take away from what you saw oh sorry um can't take much can't take much it's just like business like what we saw last because in general like for, for me from what I've seen from the majority of people people have been mm. impressed and everyone is saying oh it's a two horse race again so it's it's funny seeing that side of the punditry and then viewing what Liverpool fans yeah. are saying. We're yeah. all complaining about what we're seeing. Yeah. So I think like, because what are you taking away from that game? Because from last season, from the end of last season, we looked so solid defensively, we just looked so assured. Again, we still look assured. we looked assured, we're just that a bit uh, a couple of Norwich chances where we didn't really like and then also adding to the fact that Allison got injured. So it was a bit nervy knowing that Man City are gonna be so good again. Um what can I take away from that? It just looked like a normal Liverpool to me, and um, I think that the defensive side will will brush up as soon as soon as they start getting start clicking, getting themselves in the gear. I think it was a short. I think we just showed that we was a bit too much for Norwich in the terms of quicker than them, stronger than them. Always we had a yard ahead of them. I think they started well, they started really well, but then towards like thirty minutes, we just took over and it was first to everything. We was moving them all over the place. So it's just I'm not yeah. If I'm honest, stuff, yeah. if I'm honest, I actually felt like did did did, did that game apart, remind you of like two three seasons ago where it was very gung ho um, rock and roll football like the defense was kind of pushed to the wayside. But it's the fact that we have a Virgil Van Dijk and obviously Allison apart from when he got injured, Robertson more quality defenders now that we didn't 
and concede as many chances because I think like a couple of years ago, if we played that game in what the 16 17 season, that would have definitely been like a 4 2 or 4 3. But now we have better quality defenders to actually deal with the problems that they that they pose. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And also, I think as a team, we're more mature defensively as well. Yeah, 100%. so we don't so we don't give away too many chances or too many like silly bait chances. I think they got one on one a couple of times. Obviously, Allison was go for the first one, the second one. Adrian only been on the pitch for a little while, but I think because we're so good as a team defensively, so we don't give up too many opportunities. Alright, cool. And like the last thing based on that game, obviously Gomez got the nod over Matip. How do you guys feel about that? Because straight away when Gomez was being exposed because of Tiana Trent and all that stuff, do you feel like if Matip was there, it would be different? Like, do you think he could firm it better? Or do you feel as if Gomez is the right person, he is the number two, he should be with Virgil, it shouldn't be Matip? Like, where do you stand on that? Oh, look, I speak. Where is Grish? <laughs> no, I'm just uh... <laughs> No, I think I think off the back of what happened last season, I think Matip should be number two. But I think for the long term. But do you? All right. So obviously Matip ended the season really well. Yeah. Yeah. We we we're we're all in agreement. I'm not his biggest fan, and I can agree that he was amazing at the end of the season. Mm. But the way Gomez started the season and the way our oh no yeah was, I, I I get that he was he he was completely solid. I think just for me off off merit, I for Gomez stunk in preseason. Yeah. Uh, which is why I would have played Matip, but I mean, again, he didn't. He didn't play badly. Didn't really do anything. Didn't really do anything everyone, wrong. Everyone's stunk in preseason, though. Um, I feel like with Gomez, um, he should be Liverpool's based on based off of the especially his start last season. I do think feel like he should be given um, he should be given more time, like a good one of actual competitive games. I thought like a friendly wasn't a good. It, it's not really a good measure of Gomez's ability. I'm biased. Because he's a youth from South London, so I'm always gonna back him up anyway. So I personally feel like Gomez has that quality to be Liverpool's um, second centre back. He just needs that good run of games to build up fitness, to build up like um, match fitness, to build up his match, um, his um, his his like match brain, and he, he should get with it. And also with Trent, Trent didn't make it easy for him in in the game against Norwich. So I do feel like yeah, once 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 we. Once things start getting a bit, you know, once things start going a bit back to normal, you know, once we get a good competitive one of games, we're going to, Gomez will kick on in my opinion. Yeah, and basically like, that's kind of the way I feel. And I feel as if it was the first game of the season, it was Norwich. Yeah, he stunk in pre-season, but it's better for him to stink at the beginning of the season, get that shit out of the way. And then obviously he can learn from what he's been doing like incorrectly, or he can learn how to cover Trent better. And, you know, he'll become more solid as the season goes on, which is kind of what's happened every season with him. As more games go on, he gets better and better and more, like, solid. So I really don't think there's that much of an issue with Gomez. Um, I don't actually think he's going to start tomorrow, but I don't think we should be reading too much into that. I think he he might start tomorrow, but I think he might be a right-back. You think? Yeah, I think he's... I can't deal with him at right-back. I know, but I think... The game against City, though, he looked a he looked a lot more efficient at right back. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I think he he did something similar towards the beginning of last season, didn't he? As well with Trent, when Trent was kind of in that little bit of a funk, and he's kind of like rotated him in and out. So I can see him do, doing something similar. 
Oh, how do you guys feel about Gomez at right back? I'm not a big fan of it. He's a centre back. Play him at centre back. Don't play him at right back. Um, I think he's nah, nah. I don't want it. I don't want it, man. I was yeah. looking for bare long words. I just don't want it, man. Yeah, same. Uh, no, nah, I don't right. like it. No, I think if you're gonna play him at centre back, you keep him. At just leave him there. You yeah. keep him there. Especially at the age he's at now, it's like crucial. He's twenty. He's twenty. Twenty-two. Yeah, he's twenty-two. Going on 23 is crucial for a centre back to be playing at centre back by trade. Like you can't be doing this mix and, mix and matching going through right back centre back because it's going to be confusing for his development. He needs to have that stone cold position, and I feel like Klopp is going to give him that this season. Going off of yesterday, going off well, of not yesterday. And but the thing one. is, my thing is, uh, sorry to cut you off, Julian. My thing is, if you've got Fabinho, who can play right back and who's played right back at international level, why not play him there? Too crucial at DM. Too crucial. At DM. Yeah, but I don't. I don't see his. I don't see his qualities being replaced with the squad that we have at the moment. True. For him to be to be shifted to right back when we need him to. True, but I think we've got enough bodies and we've got enough. I know like Genie and Hendo are not the are not a, as good as him at at that position, but they've played there. So if we needed a game for them for for Bino to play there, we just play him there. Because you're shifting, you're shifting out Gomez. Because when Gomez plays right back, we lose a lot of, uh, we lose a lot going forward. So, oh man, you see the gap. That's, that's you tricky. See, that's tricky, man. That's the thing because you because you lose so much going forward because Trent's not there and you haven't got anyone to like those those crosses into the box, the intricate passing between like him, Salah, and Henderson on that right hand side. Gomez is a bit more stiffer. He's a better defender. You get more defensive, uh, be more defensive solidly or solidly. But I don't know, man. I just don't want him there, man. Same, same. The thing is, I know we're gonna have this conversation throughout the whole season. Yeah. Because he's gonna play right back at least fifteen times, I think. Mm. I agree. Oh, I agree. and then, and um, uh, before we finish game week one, yeah, we just have to give a quick shout out to the boy, the. the Egyptian king Salah. He looked so, so, so hungry. He he actually was playing like he had a point to prove. Like like Ellis said, Salah has been knocking off the block for for two some two oh, summers straight now. Insulate hat, North Face jacket, black air forces, <laughs> leather gloves, everything. Did you see like since uh, since uh, like the community showed the way he was pamming Zinchenko that shifted man on the floor. The way he was playing against Norwich, like just bombing down the wing, doing his thing, like I am so impressed with Salah. I hope he, he looks hungry. The thing like, is, he's, he's banging so weights as well, isn't it? You can tell. Yeah, yeah he looks yeah. edged yeah. now. Yeah. But the thing is, Salah's always been a bit strong. Yeah, always. He's not somebody that you can just knock off the ball. But now he just looks like his shoulders are just bare up, six pack just bare chiseled. I mean, calves are looking <laughs> mad. He's trying to go for that goal. Big man, goal pause. Three peat, man. Big man, pause. <laughs> pause. 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 All of that. Pause. Pause. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, nah, but yeah, I think he just looks shy. Yeah, he looks like he's trying to prove a point. He looks like he's trying to prove a point, which is always good for us. Um, I think he took less shots this this game than the Man City game, which I was surprised at. I was very surprised. Yeah. I thought he would be letting it go, bro. Yeah, he took two shots in the game. Yeah, yeah. That's the goal and the one that um he tried to bend around. Yeah, no, uh, I, I fully expected him to go for like a hattie or something because yeah. Norwich were there for the taking after the first half. But yeah, I guess he kind of just chilled. Yeah, man. He's he's the, he's, a, he's a guy. But yeah, when Mane came on, also, he looked tremendous, bro. 
he looked like he wanted to like skeng someone down. He looks like, so he, tremendous. He looks so serious, bro. Like, yeah, what like he said he in the press conference. Yeah, mm. that that quote is an elite. Bro, quote. What did he say? Bro, he said like, oh, they said, oh, how do you feel? They asked him, how do you feel? He said, yeah, I feel good. Um, I haven't had a holiday for seven seven years. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You see, you see that man like Mark yeah. You can just wow. tell they're not here to like even as much as you ask him, he's not here to make friends, but man's here to collect, to train, collect peace, wow. send them back, send it back home. And just and just and kick ball fam and win trophies. Like I can guarantee you just he's primary trophy as like, yeah, man, this is a calm technical like end of season bonus. He, he don't see it as a trophy, bro. Uh, he's so yeah. active. You know the all them things they do like on Liverpool TV, like oh who's your best friend and who's just, they done one with money money and Salah, isn't it? And yeah, then, I remember that. I remember yeah, they're like they ask him, "Oh, yeah, who's best friend?" Oh, I'm sorry, I was like, I don't really see him talk to no one, you know. He just sits by himself. Yeah, even him himself, he was like, when when Kate when Kate are first trained, yeah, like, oh yeah, I, I was like, I was like, boys with Kate are getting to everyone, but then when he got comfortable, I told him to draw everyone else because he's like, hey. I ain't on that, bro. Like, no one bro. knows what Mane does. You can just tell he goes home and goes to a high wallet time change. Hundred, hundred. There's a funny they thing. Did a segment. He's, he's, did a segment once. They they did a segment once where I think it was four of them in a car, and they're like singing their favorite songs, isn't it? Yeah. And and it was like Ox, Sturridge, um, Nat, uh, I don't know who else. It was Mane and someone else, and they're all singing their favorite songs. And then they go to Mane like, "Yo, like, what's your favorite song?" And he's like, "I don't sing." <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's just yes. like, he's like, I don't sing, I don't listen to music, I just play football. Wow, it's like, straight. big man, why are you in the car? Wow, <laughs> like, no, man, like, I, I, I read that. He's I a funny, he's a funny guy, you know, because he looks off the pitch, he looks bare shy, but on the on the pitch, he's a killer. He's a killer. Well, you could just thought he has no Spotify or Apple Music subscription, fam. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what's mad? He's he's actually stone cold. Like, remember that video of the Southampton kid where the Southampton youth's like, yo, Mane, please don't leave. And he's like, nah, don't worry, I won't leave. <laughs> Two weeks later, he left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, you know what's funny? The, the one time that I actually think about, the one time that I've actually seen him like do something like out of character or just or just or just like be happy, yeah. Is on the pitch. Remember when he's got that last minute goal against Everton? He tried to get Coleman to dance with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a killer, fam. A I rate him. I rate him. Oh man! All right, cool. That's enough on Norwich. Like, I, don't, I, I personally don't feel like we can take much away from that game. Um, it was just business as usual. So, yeah, that that that's what I'd say from that. All right, cool. So today, we've been seeing quite a few reports on. Our favourite centre back, Dejan Lovren, <laughs> apparently we ready to leave. <laughs> we are so, we so are clearly, shouting. clearly Julian's a happy guy. Let me hey, listen, yeah. So, so far, I know you're hosting, yeah, but let, let me just. Get a couple of things off my chest. This guy <laughs> has caused me pain, sleepless night, migraines, agony. Like there's been times where I've literally been on the pitch here, like like watching football, and he's been on the pitch, and my heart is just pounding for no reason. Like this guy, oh bro, oh fam, oh. You see the way I was singing before? Oh yeah, that's from the soul, fam. But Lovren leaving is 
That makes up for honestly not buying anyone in the transfer window. Real life, like. <laughs> I hate this guy. I hate him so much. Yeah, he's been an abattoir for us. Um, I think <laughs> he has. He's been a big, big abattoir for us. But you know what? Hold on. Let me let me finish yeah. what I was saying because certain people may oh. not even like have Twitter. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> right, cool. So basically, the news today is well, the news yesterday because you guys are gonna be listening on Wednesday is that Dejan is probably leaving to Roma for like sixteen to twenty million. Um, yeah. So that means we're obviously gonna have three centre backs basically, like. How do you guys feel about Dejan leaving? Obviously, Julian is very happy. He's singing. Man don't care about... Oh, so, yeah. Um, so, 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 yeah, continue with what you're saying because obviously now everyone knows that Dejan's probably leaving. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, we're happy, man. We're happy. Obviously, sorry, obviously, sorry to Lovren. He's going to get some money in Roma anyway. Fuck Lovren. He's good. He's good for the P. Yeah, I mean, like, he's good with the P. But, yeah, for the... How long has he been at Liverpool? Five years? Five years. Five. But five, five, five years, and years man. and I can't tell you what year he's been good. Like, it hasn't been a season where I thought, oh, he was pretty good that season. He just told off, like, with, with centre backs of yesterday, like, let's say Skull, let's say Skull, for example. Skull towards the end of his um, Liverpool career was, he tailed off a bit. But at a least, bit. Like, a bit. But, yeah, no, but big, from man. when. I know, a but bit. from when. The guy was on came, his back every game. He was, he was. But when he first came, 07, 08, 08, 09, he was like, he was really good. He was like, strong, he, man. He, like, he that's was debatable, cold. man. That's nah, My man scored a couple of headers. So, so nah, 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 nah. the 13, 14 season where he was just banging goals, I, I could firm it. At least, at least, at the very least, if you're going to be shit defensively, do something up front. Man was slapping <laughs> goals. <laughs> but like, I mean, even that 13, 14 season, he was still a bit, ah, oh, this guy's shit. He can get replaced. But from when he first came, the first season, because he came in January, oh, eight, innit? So the, that 18 months, he was, 18 months, he was okay. He was, he was, he was doing well. Lovren has been there for five years and there's not one season where we can say like, yeah, this guy was good. He a was a disgrace. He was awful. And when he first Wait, came... I mean, I mean, two years ago, the guy was saying he, like, literally, he was saying he's one of the best defenders in the world. And statistically and factually, he was voted one of the best centre-backs in the world. Unbelievable. He was a drunkard, fam. He was so, a drunkard. I, I, I would when he say, first came. out of all of his seasons, that was clearly his best season. Okay. Um, so, that, like, that, if we had to clarify that, that is clearly his best season. Cause anomaly. He, it was anomaly, bruv. Yeah, I like, he, had, he had about five good games looking decent under Van Dijk, and then he started behaving like a crackhead again. I hate <laughs> oh, this guy. Yeah, the, you know what the mad thing is about? Look, he was actually supposed to be hard when he when we signed him. I was like, yeah, Lovren, like he was supposed to be the savior, man. When he came, he was supposed to be insane, and then he just come. Oh, well, he got exposed in it because um, Pochettino had a very good defensive structure. Uh, he didn't really let like defenders get exposed one on one, so he got he got um he got saved. I remember when Carragher when he first came, Carragher said, "Oh yeah, this is the leader that guy. Liverpool, yeah, lead. This is the leader that Liverpool oh, need. This is the guy." Rather, if I see Jamie again, I'm like, "Bro, don't ever talk. Just leave it. You don't need. Me. I know you're centre back, but you don't need to say anything. You but don't the need to do." The thing is that, uh, but the bad thing is that Southampton. He looks so good. Like, yeah, cause that's because this episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. 
No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Guys, game. Sorry, is he on the plane yet? Uh, is, there, is there like pictures of him in, in Rome? Right. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't go to Turkey, so it's most likely that he's on his way to Rome. But yeah. All right, so all right, so the obviously evil, we've all got favourite. The evil you've done to this club is enough. <laughs> the evil you've done to this club is enough. The evil have done to this club is enough. But we've obviously all got our not favourite but most jarring moment with Lovren. Um, Krish, what is your what is your most irritating moment with Lovren? Like uh, I've got my one. This, but this, this you two, there's two for me. Um, when he was made to touch the floor and twerk by Balassi. <laughs> That was, I, oh my god, mate! That was painful. He should have been sold there and then. I right, just you know I cried that day. <laughs> it was Gerard's like, last game at home, and then he was out here like busting moves on the floor like that. It's just you know what's mad? It's the fact Belassi was like, "Look at me, slap the floor," and then ran past him. It was just I, I couldn't believe it. Just wild. I actually couldn't believe it. I was in shock, in absolute shock when that happened it's... on the our greatest players' last game. You. you you do, you do that in front of him. And Belassi, some any guy as well. Like, we made him look hard. Like, I'm sure Everton did a 30 move him because he looked hard. Because of what he did hard, to us. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, man, he's a joke, bro. I'm just, oh, gl- I'm just glad he's not in the, he's not going to be in the league anymore for that um, San Maxim, the guy with the Gucci headband, to do something similar to him. That would have been, oh, man. The Newcastle, Donny. The Newcastle guy, yeah, yeah. That would have, that would have broke me. Um, the second part is when he absolutely imploded against Spurs and then for some reason everyone on Twitter went let's vote this guy uh, player of the month and I'm like why? because we feel sorry for are him. you on about the 4-1? yeah yeah, yeah. you see that day I've never wished death upon anyone actually that's a lie I have but the way I was doing wishing death upon Lovren yeah, my mum would be so disappointed because that was the first time I ever stopped watching the match after what was it 18 minutes I, that was the first time in my whole time watching. I've seen us get panned differently. I saw us, like I've seen us get panned differently. I didn't even stop watching the whole game like against the, in the Champions League final. But after that, seeing Lord just let the ball that like, go over his head, a man just fell on the floor and he tried he tried going for his leg. <laughs> oh, that that was oh mate, Lovren, you're an evil evil guy, fam. <laughs> uh, Julian, what what is your what is your most jarring moment? The moment we signed him and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm chatting. I was I can't even lie. Chris took the good ones. I'll say to make it even a bit more unique, the moment we gave him a, a contract extension. Because I remember it was within like a couple of months of giving me your late one. And yeah, I was like, fam, Klopp, you are smoking crack to be giving this guy another contract. So yeah, I was apart from what Chris said, yeah, that, that moment. All right, cool. Ellis, what what are you gonna give me? Uh, the West Ham game at home when Coutinho what? got sent off, and that, um, that was first game of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, fam, he just had to shepherd the ball out. I don't know what he tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, fuck I, yeah, I forgot about that. Huh? I forgot about that. Mate, I don't know what he was trying to do. All he had to do was just shepherd the ball out. Just shepherd it out. He tried to like, I don't know what he was doing. Then he got Did the he ball to do like a little skill. Fam, I don't know what he was doing, fam. He just... I, I can't understand. 
I, do you know what it is? With Lovinia, you can't understand his full process. Like, the thing is, he... he... Alright, so, in terms of attributes, yeah, he has got it. Like, he has the attributes to be a good defender. Yeah. He's, he's brain dead. That's the issue. That's just it. Like, That's he's it. actually thick. Like, so <laughs> slow. There's, there's, there's so many times, yeah, where I'm... Even, like, in the first... In, I lost hope, I can't lie to you. After the nine marks, yeah, into his first season, I, I, I thought there was a point of no return. But even me, as a... Like, I was just looking at Lovren, do you not see what you're doing right now? Like, at least, like, improve. I thought, right, maybe, like, after the first season, I was like, right, cool, maybe he's just been shit. Next season comes now. Man's just still doing this, like, the same thing. Like, I don't understand. It's not even like he's Koscielny where he got bare injuries and we just tired him out. He was just moving absolutely bonkers. No, for, unprovoked. I was just doing mad shit. No reason. He was just doing mad, mad stuff. Like, Lovren. Oh mate, the, the fact that you got a that you got a Champions League medal is a travesty, a disgrace. <laughs> as, as Stephen A. Smith would say, it's blasphemous. It's blasphemous. <laughs> this guy got lucky, like, this guy got a Champions lucky. League medal at our club. He's so lucky, fam. Because oh lucky. my god, what a disgrace to the badge, fam. Julian, chill, chill. Oh, bro. it's all right, man. He's going. Right, he's <laughs> possibly going. He's possibly you know, going. You get him out of it. If, I swear to God, if he's in the crowd or... or, or oh, mate, get him out. Man. The thing is, I'm surprised out. you guys haven't mentioned the moment he tried to play an offside with a throw-in. Oh, oh, oh man. That, <laughs> that was the ultimate moment. Like, my guy was trying to play offside from a throw-in. And to this day, he can't explain why. His head was kettled, bro. He just saw Harry Kane and his head was finished. Uh, I, I, like, there's two players... In my whole life, so I've supported Liverpool since I was five. So 95 onwards. Yeah. There are two players in my whole life that I have absolutely screamed about during a match. Martin Skirtle against Southampton away when we were winning 2 0. When Marnie <laughs> slapped him up. I yeah. think that was the day when, I think that was a little sad. I think that was the day when Clock was back. Boy, I think that I think that's the day we decided to sign Mane, man, because the way he slapped Skirtle up, I broke. I remember I had a glass in my hand and I threw it at the wall and I broke it. <laughs> I was that vexed. I've never been so vexed in my life. That was one game, and then Lovren versus Spurs was the ultimate. Like I have never seen anything like that in my life, and I don't think I ever will. The, but the man was yeah. screaming at the sidelines to be taken off. But it was. It was. <laughs> I've Wasn't never. Wasn't he drinking wine after that game? Like, he posted an interview so that he was drinking wine. Like a bad beat. Man was drinking Echo Fools. I don't know what he was scared of. I have no idea. I don't know what he was thinking of. I don't know what was through his mind. Why he behaved like that. He, the guy just baffles me. He must be smoking. The thing, is, the thing is, you know, like, he's going to come away with a Champions League medal. So, so blasphemous. So Last you know, like, and and he can even say he had a part to play because he played the Port- um, Porto game away, in it. Um, so so no one can even take that away from. But him, but so. it just shows you that it shows you the level that we we are willing to let him go, even though we only got three centre backs. Yeah, but so, so this this is my next question: Are you guys really okay with the fact that I'm we have shook. an injury prone Gomez, an injury prone Matip, and Van Dyke, and that's it? I'm so yes. scared. Damn, <laughs> man. Yes, because Lovren is no longer wearing the badge of my club. Lovren is no longer <laughs> a presence in, at Melwood. Lovren is no longer going to be sitting on the bench. So, yes, 
I'm, I'm shook, man. I will sacrifice having three centre-backs and, and Hoover coming in and Fabinho playing centre-back if it means Lovren's gone. Equivalent exchange. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, so basically, so, uh, so so let's count. Yeah. So we've got Van Dyke, we've got Gomez, yeah. Matip, we've got Fabinho, who'll probably be fourth choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you've got Hoover, and then you've got that Ed Sheeran you as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. the Ed, I think the Ed Sheeran you is uh, ahead of Hoover. You know. Yeah. What, I think really? I think Hoover's yeah. started in for uh, backup right back. Ah. Yeah, right uh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So but, I I guess those are the options. Are you guys comfortable with that? No, I'm not at all. I'm, I'm, not in, in, I'm in all seriousness. In all seriousness. Um. It is a worry because I, we are playing more games than we did last season, and we need to rely on, on DVD a lot. So I do feel like Klopp has to do some one blooding in the youth. So that Vanderberg youth um, for games like for a couple for a couple like domestic games like early FA Cup, early Carling Cup, maybe give him like a couple of minutes in a comfortable game where we're winning at centre back in the Prem or Champions maybe if things are going that bad but I the, the, pos- the positive of Lovren going for me personally outweighs our centre-back situation I think that's something I've got to think about you know what's mad yeah Every, everyone's complaining like everyone's complained about this transfer window isn't it but the three biggest criminals of the club Mignolet, Moreno and all Lovren gone, fam. Are, are all going to be leaving so oh, well, I'm, I'm hosting a drink up yeah um, <laughs> tickets will be out on Shub soon boy the three crackheads have left my club. Uh, tickets will be out on short soon. Uh, I'll send a link on the Touchline Frackers account. And yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to party up because um, the suffering is over. Boy, oh boy. All right, cool. So everyone's happy. So basically, other than Ellis and... Well, basically, other than Ellis and me, everyone else is happy with three centre-backs and Hoover and Ed Sheeran. Nah, I think Chris said he's shook, you know. Chris is shook as well. I'm shook because, I mean, like you said, Matip and Gomez, a little bit injury yeah. prone, but... I mean, the a most, the most, in- a bit, <laughs> the, the most injury prone out of the four, though, is go- about to go. So this, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. guy and his random illnesses, I swear he's patient the zero. Stomach for bugs. Like, the stomach, stomach bugs, bugs and bro. back pains, and yeah, they're random, bro. I don't, I, to be honest, yeah, I don't even think it was um, illnesses. I just think Klopp wasn't feeling for a hot minute. Like, when Klopp got his centre-backs, he was like, you know what, yeah, your bag of shit, you know. Like, that game, that game against Wolves, where he came off with, I don't know why he came off, I think that was the day when Klopp was like, you know what, you're not even good. And for you to be getting injured like this, you shouldn't even be here. So cut. And I think, and I think Klopp was always pissed. Always, always, um, not always. He was pissed off from last season. I think after the World Cup, man just came out with some next stomach problem, and he didn't play for time. Yeah, he didn't tell anyone the club about it, did they? And they were absolutely human. Bro, do you know how mad that is? You go to the World Cup, you're supposed to come back, you're supposed to tell them, look, I got an injury, and he said, bro, you didn't say nothing. Now he left us short. Because I'm sure Liverpool could have got an emergency centre-back or something just to cover it. But, it was but a... he didn't want anyone else signed, didn't it? So... Yeah, so yeah. Like, when, you, when you think about it, like, that's madness. I think Klopp was like, fuck it, man. Fuck that, you, bro. What's wrong with this guy? Like, does he not use his brain? And also, 50, what, 20 million for a 30-year centre-back? That's all right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, we make our money oh. back, innit? So... Yeah, I'll, take, I'll take that. Get his wages off the bill as well. So. But again, exactly. obviously, let, let, let us not jinx it just in case. Yeah, just in case. Because obviously, s- s- some fans will get vexed at us if it doesn't go through. We're just discussing what's going on in it. So. Get vexed at Paul Joyce, bro. We ain't it's not us. We're not an ITK. Get vexed at Paul Joyce. <laughs> it's true. Chris's boys, man. The ITKs. Boy. <laughs> Boy. All right, must, cool. He must, right, um, so that, that, he must rate uh, Ed Sheeran the highly, though, to be fair. 
the instance, thing is, he's bare tall. He he's a lanky guy. It's just physicality that's going to be the issue for him when he gets the yeah. Ooh, I think yeah. Go on, Julian. Go on, Julian. Sorry, my bad, bro. No, I was just going to say, coming from, did he come from Dutch Holland or did come, yeah the Dutch? He come from the Dutch league. You've seen Carl Youth come from the German league and struggle. So coming from the Dutch league is a completely different ball game. So yeah, I think the physicality will play a part. But I don't. Even, I honestly don't. I honestly don't see him getting more than ten games. Just the thing on the physicality point, though. I think he's. I mean, it's basically he's basically playing pub teams, but he, they're in that um, was it EFL trophy thing where they're playing the under twenty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, going yeah. up going up against like what twenty seven, twenty eight year olds who are literally like doing this as a part time job. It's, it's uh, not a, at, at, at seventeen as well. Yeah, it's not a bad way to kind of get yourself introduced to the physicality of the league. Mm, yeah. I'll say at seventeen, that's a still an issue, man. He, he's not, he's not a man yet. Like if he came, yes. up, like for example, if he came up against Norwich against Pookie, you will get. I can see him having a hard day. True, but I think in in um in the Netherlands, he was very, he was really rated highly. He, he was already playing in men's football as a seven, sixteen, seventeen year old. He got a few minutes. Uh, I think his height is a is a big factor. He's like what six three, six four. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just think it's just it's just yeah, the physical the physical side of it. He's not gonna we're not gonna see his full development until he's what twenty one, twenty two. So and Klopp we'll kind, of, kind of done the same thing with Gomez as well. Like Gomez was what eighteen? No, eighteen yeah. when he came in, and he, it's literally been. Last season and this season, where he's kind of looked at him as one of the stars, it's going to be a while. Yeah, but to be honest, to be honest, Gomez was injured for like eighteen months, so like he was kind of a non-starter in that sense. Like the moment Klopp came in, Gomez got injured, didn't it? Yeah. So he was out for eighteen months. And I think when Gomez came back, he was too blench. He was too wham. Yeah. Yeah. Klopp told him he needs to like cut back. On it. So I think they're going to manage Van der Berg a bit more. So Van der Berg as well, he's got like, since he's going to be fifth choice or, yeah, fifth choice. Am I right? Yeah. I guess so, yeah, because Fabinho will be fourth choice. Yeah, fourth choice, yeah. So he's going to, we're going to, he's going to give him time to like, to mus- to get some muscle in and, and to grow a little bit of mass. Boy. All right, we'll see how that gets on. Um, yeah, cool. So tomorrow, well, technically today, we've got the Super Cup. How important is it that we win? Like, do you guys are you guys taking this seriously? Like, is it important to you, or are you just taking it as just a game to beat Chelsea, a game not to get shamed at? Like, do you really care about this cup? No, I care, man. I want to win it, fam. Yeah, hundred. I agree. With I, don't mean, I think it's, it's a it's official, isn't it? it's an official game. There's another feather in our bowl. Um, I think we need to look at look at it as as something we can uh, take it as a stepping stone. Just to continue their momentum, man. It's good to win these kind of things. Obviously, I wanted I wanted to win the charity shield as well, the community shield, I should say, to be fair, because it's just good for momentum and it's a good, it's a good thing to have to say to people, "We're the fucking best." Don't chat to us, get me? Right. Yeah, <laughs> real life. Do you I understand? Like All them like, chessy hour uh, boys, don't chat to me. I feel like it's imperative that we win tomorrow. Imperative. Um, that's that's it's in, like. Klopp said uh, we need to be greedy and I fully agree with him. He's put in too much work over these years to just bow out with one trophy. I feel like we need to 
like especially at this moment with the team that we have and the momentum that we have, especially coming off of the Champions League win and ninety seven points, I feel like it's imperative that these players have it in their head to be collecting more more medals. I want that Super Cup bag, All right, so especially going up against Chelsea. Go on. All right, so we play again Saturday afternoon, three o'clock, yeah, against Southampton. Yeah. So between the two games, which one do you think is more important? Because there, there's technically, because we're traveling to Istanbul, right? We then have to travel back. We're only going to get one training session in before Saturday. Like, there is the chance, I, I don't want to tempt fate or anything, there's the chance that there could be a blip away from home against Southampton. Um, if, if you had to choose importance between the Super Cup game and the game against Southampton, which one is more important to you? Like, really and truly, if you think about it. Southampton. Is it? Uh, there we go. See, th- this is what I mean. <laughs> right, so, so why Southampton, Ellis? Hey, you don't want to, you don't want to drop through two points, and Man City go slap up whoever ten nil fam. You're catching up, man. You're catching up, bro. You want to try and maintain that league, man, because you want to win the league. All right. So Julian said the Super Cup for obvious reasons because it's another cup. Yeah. Uh, what are you saying? Yo, Krish. Are we muted? <laughs> Boy, he's probably on mute. Um, go on, Julian. I would say um, Super Cup. Um, because, um, in my opinion, um, if we're thinking about it realistically, um, Klopp, and, and you said this as well, Klopp, we have um, new signings in Ox and Brewster. So, it is, so I feel like we, we go all out for the Super Cup. Um, we have enough squad depth to deal with the likes of Southampton because Southampton wasn't really... They're not... Did they win over the weekend? I, can't, I, I don't even know. Nah, they lost 3-0. You see? And like, like a team like Southampton, I do believe that like one, um, the tip, the the usual starting eleven, with a few tweets, can deal with the Super Cup going into the um, sorry, can deal with the Super Cup going into the Premier League because this is going to be normal for us. We're going to have games on Wednesdays and Tuesdays, and we're going to have games on Saturdays and Sundays. So I don't feel like this should be an issue for us at all. Cool. And after Chris, are you there now? Yeah, I'm back, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Um, so, obviously, Ellis thinks that the Southampton game is more important than the Super Cup game. Julian is saying the Super Cup game is more important. What do you think? Um, can I do the shithouse answer and say both? If you had to decide a win between the Super Cup game and the Southampton game, which one are you going for? It's, it's got to be the Super Cup game. I think it's just... Putting more, putting more silverware in the uh, in the cabinet, being able to change those uh, those numbers at Melwood on that board because you know that guy who's always changing the numbers. He's just waiting there, thinking, "Come on, boys, give me an excuse to put one more <laughs> on the board." Um, and and I think like um, like Julian said, it getting one over Chelsea as well is always good, no matter who the manager is. Um, and it's European silverware as well, and that's all right. That- so so quick scout report. Um, obviously, we're not allowed to talk about other teams, apparently. But anyways, um, back to the 4-0 thrashing that they had on Sunday. Like, Is there anything you took away from that game? Because me personally, I thought Chelsea played really well for 60 minutes. Um, is there anything you would take away from that game and be like, you know what, that's a bit of a threat, that's a bit of a threat? Or are you, do you just think it's going to be plain sailing? Are you sure we're allowed to speak about 
Chelsea. Boy, boy I, I mean, I mean, the Chelsea boys might cry like the Arsenal boys. Boy, just, uh, I don't know, boy. The <laughs> we're playing them in it. The we're playing them tomorrow. So, so, so. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're allowed to talk about Chelsea because we're playing them. Yeah. So, so. Okay, I cool. we don't get told off, but we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, anyways, <laughs> what did you think about the game on Sunday? Like, do you think there's anything to worry about in terms um, of Chelsea? Yeah, I think um, Emerson is one of their. Emerson is is a big factor. He had two chances. I think he hit the bar and he and he had another, he hit the post and he hit the bar. I think that left that right hand side is going to be very important for us because obviously Trent hasn't started well. Hence why Gomez might start because Gomez is a better defensively. He might be able to handle Emerson a bit more. Uh, they play a bit of football. They want to play from the back. I don't. From what I saw against Man United, obviously Man United is not really. They're not in great shape as well. So it's hard to gauge. So I, I don't expect Chelsea to give us a lot of problems because if they start Tammy Abraham again, he gets swallowed up by Van Dijk. Um, Pedro looks out of sorts. Who was, who was played up front for them? It was Pedro. Tammy. Tam, yeah, and who else? Who played on the left? Um, uh, uh, Mason Mount. Mason Mount and, and then um, Barkley as well. Yeah. Yeah, so far as we do our job and just press the hell out of them, man, I can't see them doing much to us. I can't see, I can't, I can't see it. Well, that's where they yeah. look most, uh, most vulnerable. To be fair, when they were getting pressed. Press. Yeah, that's it. It's just from, from the press. So, um, I think right now we're at a stage where we're, we're like two years ahead of them in development, in what our manager wants each other, each team to do. So they've just brought Lampard in, so he's still trying to teach on what he wants, which is going to take another year. To fully grasp, we're like, how, how many seasons the club done? Four, three and a half, four, four so, and a half now. Yeah, four and a half. So like in the last two years, Liverpool have now started to do what he wants to do unconsciously. So we can just we know when to press, we know when to release the ball, we know what to do. And I think our attackers is going to be too much for the, the defense. Zuma just looks like he's always skating on ice, playing on ice. Um, Christensen, who's a good player has to look after Zuma so that's going to be a bit mad don't think they'll be able to handle the movement um, Firmino will occupy Jorginho Emerson will have, will have a nice little nice little date with Salah good luck um, the Mane. thing is Emerson's a solid guy man he's a solid guy but man comes to Salah B but uh, I I, Amy. I agree with Emerson um, yeah I agree with Emerson um, our quality should honestly overshadow Chelsea's lack of experience in both the player department and Management, yeah. management as well. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I, I do feel like um, we actually have the team that is ready to play against someone and uh, to play against Chelsea. So, for example, Mane is going to have a field day. Against so, what you think Mane starting? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I definitely do feel like he's starting. Man said he didn't have a holiday. He hasn't had a holiday in seven years. That guy's serious, man. He probably told Klopp like, "Don't worry." Worry about match fitness, yeah. Man's I'm good. active, man's I'm here. Good. Sorry, yeah, I'm starts. good. Don't worry about me. So him against Aspilicueta, and we saw Aspilicueta against who was it? Who was he? Who was he against? I guess Martial. Martial, yeah, yeah. Martial. Martial. Martial is not even the most quickest, trickiest customer, and he, he was giving him problems. Um, Rashford as well. When um when they shifted from Martial going to number nine, and Rashford went to the left. So I do feel like. We we're perfectly equipped for this, and also the way we play with TAA and um, Robbo um, running down the wings, the fullbacks will be occupied with those guys anyway. So I feel like yeah, it's going to be our tactics and the way we play is definitely going to over- overshadow 
they're Chelsea's map so I, so, I go on. and yeah I was, I was also going to say um, their um, lack of striker options is very 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 worrying for them because Tammy Abraham 20 champ, champ, championship goals is not looking like he's translating to the Prem world like, he does not look like he's going to get a lot of chances especially with Van Dijk especially with Chelsea sorry, playing a lone striker Van Dijk is going to probably eat him up so yeah man I, I'm not worried at all is Batshuayi injured or anything? nah it's just uh, Tammy's favoured of a Batshuayi interesting yeah. that's interesting. especially Giroud as, as yeah, Giroud, Giroud has really yeah. Him, yeah to be fair Giroud plays he, he does give Van Dijk a little bit of uh, aerially yeah, area, yeah, yeah. Does he? Um, does he really? Sometimes he does. I've seen a couple of games where it's been a bit like, Eesh. okay. But but the thing is, I don't think they at the minute can look for how to get to Drew. And also Hazard's not even there. That's even more of a. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, this is true. No Hazard. Finally, like after yeah. all these years, God has answered our prayers, man. No more Eden Hazard. Oh God. Um. Quickly, in terms of the lineups, what what from Friday? What do you think is going to change, if anything? Yeah, Mane comes in. Yeah, Mane comes in. Uh, it's a toss up between Gomez and Matip. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Adrian Adrian comes in for Allison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was, well, I was reading on Twitter. I saw a few tweets. I think uh, Kate was supposed to start. Well, guess he's not now. <laughs> guess he's not now. So um, he 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 was in. I started line up. Yeah, you uh, said he was in yours, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's annoying. So I think it's probably the same midfield. God help us. I no, think Milner I, starts, you know. Okay. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. I think he's going to uh, get a game. For who? Again. For Gini or Hendo? <laughs> I, I, I think if Milner does start, I, always, I think he trusts Gini so much that I think he will sacrifice Hendo. Oh, my God. Oh, you, you sacrificed the captain on the, on the final night. You sure? If if Milner was to start, but then again, would you sacrifice the captain on the, on the final night? It's true. I don't know. I don't know if I can deal with Milner and Hendo together, like really and truly. In all honesty, yeah. In all honesty, I feel like this season, I, I said this last season, but this season Milner is going to take more of a senior role. Like I feel yeah. like Klopp kind of knows that he's got his, he's got he's got Ox to put in. He's got Wijnaldum yeah. um, who had an incredible season. Hendo's our captain. He proved himself at number six. So I do feel like those three are in front of him at the moment because Milner is aging and I do feel like for this season, we just need him for that experience and for the know-how around the club. I do not feel like he's going to have that active 35 games in the season role anymore. Yeah. But that's just me. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I think I'll make you right. Yeah. But how many games do you think Milner will get? What, 30? How many off the bench? Uh, 20? 20 plus. 20, 20 plus, yeah. yeah. That's about right. Um, I also do feel like Mane and Firmino shouldn't do as, as much as I speak Mane's a skeng man um, I do feel like Mane and Firmino shouldn't do a full 90 minutes on the pitch um, I feel like Ox it's, it's important for us to get him on the pitch um, yeah. and also for Mane to build up that match fitness but not overdo it and also um, Ballon d'Origi um, he scored, scored in the Champions League final I do feel like out of sentiment, and I know you guys don't like this sentiment bullshit that we always talk about, but out of sentiment, I do feel like he should get some minutes in the Super Cup final. And if he bags again, then wait, legendary status again. Yeah. I think he'll get minutes. Um, Klopp's really, um, it's a bit funny with his substitutions, isn't it? You can't really predict what's going to happen. 
it's not like Rafa, Rafa, like 60, 65 minute substitution, doesn't care. It's always going to do it. Same as Julier, but with Klopp, is a bit like, he just, he, I think he has a feel of the game and see where the game is going. And if he, if he does make a substitution, I think his substitutes would be Milner or Rigi. Yeah, those two, man, depends how the game's going. And depends on it. But I know do those know two. Com- do you know who I completely forgot about? Shaq. No, Lana. Where is he? Oh, don't worry about that, you fam. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Chris's boy. Sorry, boy. But I don't know about that guy. Chris, man. yeah. What's, what's going on with your man's Lalana? All right, like, listen, the... listen. We're we're not even talking about Lalana today. I don't even. <laughs> listen, I'm hosting now, innit? I'm not even allowing this topic <laughs> until it needs to be a topic. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Let's go into like some listening uh, listeners questions. We got quite a few today. I'm gonna go with one here, where Julian. This is from Lord Harold. So, Lord Harold, he's saying, now Moreno and Lovren have left, who will be your next nemesis at our club? You know what, yeah? I've always said this. The moment those three, those three leave, I'm completely fine. I like everyone now. Apart from, like, the games where, obviously, Milne, we play a Milner, Vinyardum, Henderson, uh, what's it called, uh, midfield. Apart from that, I don't hate anyone. I, it's only those three that I was really like, get them out because like, at Marais, I've literally seen those three give away titles, give away cups, and give away games. Those three, literally, them three. So now they're gone. Hey, Scoochie, it's, everyone's nice, man. It's all love over there. See you calm. It's all support myself. now. Yeah, it's all support for, for everyone that's on the bench, everyone coming through, the reserves, the young youths, everyone, man. Yeah, come through. Now those crackheads are gone. Cool. All right. <laughs> next, next question from Certified Tie underscore. Um, opinion on the owners telling Klopp to ignore League Cups and if it's the right thing to do. Right. Opinion on what did the, the owners actually said that. You know what? It's just one of these dumb articles that came out the other day where they're trying to suggest that the owners have told Klopp to you know just prioritize on the Champions League and the cups, um, the Super Cup and all that stuff, and the champ and the Premier League, and not to prioritize on the League Cup and the FA Cup and to use like the youth team for that. Um, I don't think it's much of a story because Klopp has been doing that anyway. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say um, it's been his yeah, mo yeah. since his first season. So. <laughs> since he touched out, <laughs> since he got knocked out to Wolves, he was like, you know what, laddest man. He doesn't actually seem to try in the FA Cup or the nah, League Cup any year. Nah. Well, he did try the League Cup first year. He got to the final and everything. Yeah. But um, after that, he's not really he's not really done much. Um, I don't really think it's a bit of a story. I don't think it's much of a story. But do you think it's the right thing to do? Do you think we should be challenging on all fronts? Or do you think sometimes you need to use your brain and prioritise certain exactly competitions? Exactly that, fam. You need to use your brain, man. Klopp's too intelligent, bro, to not use his brain, bro. I know he does some mad stuff, but I think he's just going to use his brain. He's got to look at what's more important to, to us, to the club, and that's Champions League and that's Premier League, isn't it? Um, look, he's looking at the squad. It's not big enough to challenge on all four fronts. So you need to sacrifice something. Um, I think he's going to sooner sacrifice the League Cup because the League Cup's mad. I don't know why you have a competition where the final's in February. Who the fuck does that? Because it's, it's a shit competition. Caribbean that's Cup, innit? Yeah. It's absolutely stupid, man. I mean, the draws, oh, the, I, the draws in the Morrisons, so like... Yeah, exactly, the car park in the Morrisons. You want you, know, you want Klopp to take that serious? Oh, I like it, fam. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, All right, next question. Yeah. Wait, if, if, that's, if that's true, John W. Henry 
you are an absolute bad. <laughs> this is something I've been saying for you. We don't care about them little man FA Carling Cups. I've been saying it for years. Big trophies only. When other, I'm not going to mention other clubs, but when other clubs are telling me about, well, in our banner era, we won this and we won that. I was telling you, listen, we don't care. One big boy <laughs> trophies only. So if W Henry said that, salute in it, bad way. Bro, I have no idea what team you're on about, but I'm certain man. Boy, boy, certain man. I think the thing with those yeah. two competitions as well is, it all depends on the draw you get. Like, I mean, what City's draw last season in both competitions, they were playing like what Accrington Stanley every week, so they yeah, could play the young the youth team every yeah, week, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They can play like folding and that. And let's be honest, who, who actually cares? Like, about like, none of us even care. Like, I remember loads of Liverpool fans being on Twitter, yeah, watching the Wolves game, watching the Wolves game, be like, you know, what, yeah, I'm like, like, we don't care, we're literally just here to see who's shit and who's not. It was hey, you know bad. what? You know what? You know what? All right. So the Caribbean Cup, I don't care about in it. The Cabana FA Cup, Cup, whatever it's called, yeah. <laughs> FA Cup, I care about in it. I grew Sorry. up in the FA Cup. Like yeah, it was big in my day. So oh, yeah. I know it. I know it's lost like its value now. But deep down, as like a football fan, the FA Cup is still like a thing to me. It's not something I'm going to go like celebrate and like have a parade over. But it's still, <laughs> like, a cup. It's, it's still like a cup that you know. All right. Like, to be, to be fair, us, yeah. If we get to, if we get to like, you know, FA Cup, you get same to the Carling Cup as well. Yeah. If you get to like the quarterfinals, that's when you can start to care. If you get knocked out fifth round, fourth, you're like, oh, man, I mean, like, whatever, whatever, no one cares. But Carling Cup is like, once you get to the semifinals, you're like, oh, shit, like, we, we actually should try and win this. FA yeah. Cup, you get to like quarterfinals, that's when you kind of care a bit. But yeah. going into the season, I'm not like, yo, like, we need to win the FA Cup Carling Cup so yeah, yeah and, and another for thing for me another, oh, no, no. sorry go on Chris I was going to say another thing with the Carling Cup or Car- Carabao Cup whatever the fuck it's called now that two-legged semi-final it's just such a pain in the ass. there's like no Imagine. need for it there's no need for it at all there's no cool. need for it fam alright cool we've got four more questions I kind of want to wrap this up but let's get as many questions in alright so Daps underscore 95 is asking who is the greatest LFC striker you've seen during the Premier League period and also would Mike alone fit into our current first team Suarez and no Krish uh, Torres and pre-injury Michael Owen yeah post-injury Michael Owen no mm. Julian Suarez and this is why I'm going to show my age. I don't really remember Michael Owen like that because I was like three when he was when he was on not not even three, probably two when he was on his best. Right, you're a little boy, man. Julian, how old are you? Julian, how old are you? I cannot. What? Yeah, right. So yeah. Have you ever seen? Oh, you haven't seen Julian, bro. This is a big you, you know. Julian, Julian's a big lad. Julian, can you play centre back? I didn't. So oh, I saw I'm gonna be honest. Tweet, I, yeah? I saw 2020 or two. I thought you was joking, innit? Yeah, no, seriously. Like, like my first memory of a striker at Liverpool was a Mill Heskey when he used to do that DJ. Oh, so you so don't even like you like Robbie Fowler to you is like a myth. I'll be honest, yeah. Anyone before a Mill Heskey? <laughs> no, nah, no. Okay, let me not say I don't care, yeah, because the Premier League era, Michael Owen was obviously was a bad boy, but. I co- I couldn't I couldn't honestly give you a fair like say yeah he was fitting because I know yeah. he was nippy he was strong balanced balanced winner but I don't remember him like that to be honest. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fair, that's fair that's fair yeah. I was that two or three 
just I just can't see Owen playing like the Firmino role in it. If he'd probably be like a nah, Salah, he'd never be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, he'd probably be like a Salah. Yeah, like he'd he'd never be able to do it. I remember when in the ninety seven ninety eight season he used to kind of come off the left sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they tried to accommodate man. Fowler as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I like other than that, I can't really see much with that. Um. In terms of my greatest LFC striker, it has to be Suarez. Um. My favorite is Fowler, but the greatest is definitely Suarez. And would Owen fit into the team? No. All right. Cool. Next question from at s three s s three underscore. Um, any chance the four two three one with Salah up top returns? Yes, because I think you can play Mane on the right, Firmino in the ten, and Origi on the left. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think it's actually going to like come back against certain teams. Yeah. Um, it depends again. Like it's going to be against the lower teams, but what Klopp tended or what he did with Salah last year he played him up front when it was like the crap at lower 10 teams um, and that's why Salah's stats are so good from playing up front um, to, to be honest I hope it doesn't really? Um, I, I'm a fan of Firmino at number 10 but Salah up front I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy and I like his strikers to be strikers like Salah up front it can work and it can't work I personally just don't want to see someone that I feel like could be so effective on the wing up front, but then again, he does take up those positions, so I can't complain. But me personally, nah, man. Like, I'd rather just have Firmino. Um, if he's number ten, number ten, Origi up front, Salah on the right, Mane on the left, because Origi's a good coach. Shot can get headers, and yeah, I'd rather have that if anything. Or Ox, or if anything, if if I do see it, I, I want to see Ox. I just don't want to see Origi on the wing like that. To be honest, I don't want to see Ox on the wing, man. Yeah, I, I can't deal with it. That's no? my night. Does it? Yeah, I, 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 I hate him on the wing. I, I literally Left or right, though? Either. I can't really? stick I hate it, man. Stick him central, he's fine. He's got the engine on him. But yeah. I, I hate Ox on the wing. I've always hated him on the wing. Um, cool. All right. Two more left. All right. Okay. All right. So this includes another team. Um, <laughs> so at Graham Barnett 93 asks... His friend thinks Aaron Ramsey is better than Steven Gerrard ever was. Please discuss why a certain club's fans are so deluded and biased against it. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You know what? Of course. If if they want to talk about that, that's their minute. That's their minute. I have class. I have grace. We have a lot of decorum over here. I will not disgrace a legend, a Premier League legend, a worldwide legend to Talk the level that. of Aaron Ramsey. Ramsey. I'm sorry. Boy. I'm yeah, sorry. That, that, that's a mad question. I, I've never even seen that comparison before. So, but, damn. Okay, cool. Final question. Um, <laughs> Nazir LFC is asking, if the whole midfield is at its peak and fitness, who would you start? So, all right, let's pretend it's a 4-3-3. Who are you starting? Um, I'm starting for Bino. I'm starting... Right, don't kill me for this. I'm starting Fabinho, Henderson, and Keita. Fabinho, so Fabinho and six. Okay, cool. Julian, bro, you know what? Yeah, um, I would. <laughs> I, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> I, just laughed. <laughs> I would. I would. I would actually say what Ellis said, but peak of their powers. And mm. I'll be honest, I'm. I'm yet. 
to see K2K enough for me to be like, you should start for our club in okay. the Premier League. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Fabinho, Hendo, Ox. Okay. Chris? Julian's kind of swaying with that, you know, because I was going to say um, Fabinho, Henderson, Keita, but I think going on what we've seen in Liverpool shirt, it kind of has to be Fabinho, Henderson, Ox. Ox, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I really don't know, to be honest, but I, it'd have to be Fabinho, number one. A fully fit Ox, yes. And in terms of stability... It's either Widge or Hendo. Like yeah. I, I get into Widge a lot in it. But yeah. if you yeah. want someone stable in the midfield, exactly, I, yeah, I might go with Widge. But yeah, it's between Widge or Hendo. Now, in terms um, of like, in terms of it, in terms of positioning, kind of covering for fullbacks and stuff, you probably could get a case for saying Milner with Ox if he's going to bomb forward, because then you got yeah. See, got... see the fanboy in me. Yeah, the fanboy in me would be like, yeah, Milner. But really and truly, he's thirty-three in it. Like mm, we're trying to build for the future. We can't yeah. really be playing this guy in midfield all the time um but yeah boy cool well thank you for the listeners questions guys um make sure to follow us on cop and fracker it's k-o-p-e-n-d-f-r-a-c-a-s make sure to communicate with us with the hashtag touchline fracker Ellis, Julian, um, Chris, thank you for being with me today. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Sweet. Peace. And Liverpool's king to the cop are champions of Europe once again. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Podcast Network.